Hey guys, thanks for listening. This is Looking for Artists. Today we have another special guest. Looking for an artist. I found an artist. I love it. This artist is named... I'm Eugenia Dante. Which kind of rhymed. Oh my gosh, look at us. We Just really are artists. Music. Yeah. <laughs> Eugenia Dante. And I know that you do several things and we're yeah. going to get into that. But thank you for being here. I'm so pumped. This, this is, is um, overdue, and I'm very glad to be It's here. overdue, but it's also right on time. Yes. I think so, too, because my life yeah. really has shifted in literally the last two months. So if hmm. you, when I first tried to get on here in December, you would be talking to a very different Eugenia. I think I've, yeah, the last six months has been a lot of growth. <laughs> Yeah, I can say the same for myself. Yeah, I think these tw- late 20s, that ha- is happening to people. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, I also think that if we're doing this right, this thing which is like living in the city and taking advantage of it mm. in our youth, we're trying to work here and express ourselves creatively – like, we should be changing, and we should look back every six months and not be in the same place. Yeah. And if, I, if I'm ever in the same place, that kind of, like, makes me feel weird. And probably, like, I, I, I also challenge myself to stay rooted in places and, yeah, and dedicate. Grounded. Yeah, and commit myself to, to things. Yeah. yeah. And I think that varies person to person. But anyway... Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, can I ask you a question of the day? Oh my gosh, I was literally hoping because in the last few, you hadn't been. Yeah. In the first bunch, you were. And I was like, I want that question. Good. Okay, good. This is question of the day and challenge of the day. Oh my gosh. All right. I'll rise. And it's, it's, okay, kind of has two parts, and the second one's an option, but the first one is a requirement. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So. Hey, Julie, can you just come in here? Because I can't really hear her in the mic, but I, I want to keep going. Okay. So, oh, I can hear you now. Maybe okay, you maybe just need to be more I'm in the off mic. My, I'm off my voice. I just like to be, like, if you're right here, you're in the listener's ear. And if you're here, it's like you're, you're, out. you're not. Okay, you know? good. I'm going to be right here. Yeah, which is different than here because you're still on mic. It's just like here is like so yeah, that's there. very true. Anyway, yeah. you know, there we go. okay, good. The question and challenge of the day, which is a first half requirement, second is an option. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite, because I know this is one of your tools as the artist that you are. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite interval? Oh, my God. And then can you sing it? And then the, yeah, the optional thing is Major like, sixth. can you use it in a song and then sing that phrase or whatever it is? Well, so I, okay. Major six. Nice. Yes, major six. I Got know it. it. My body lies over the ocean. And I stunk at music theory. And when I was getting my master's, I was so bad at ear training that the teacher was this so lovely. She literally took me after class every single class for 30 to 40 minutes and would do a private lesson with me because I had <laughs> never had any ear training. <laughs> Whoa. And so she would help me. It was amazing. That's hard to believe. That's hard to believe. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously it was effective. What? She, she, yeah, she really, really helped 
me just learn how to write on the board too, like write hmm. music in an organized way. Cause I would just like get up there and just make a huge treble clef and the notes would be huge. And she's like, I see that you're enthusiastic. I see that you hear what's happening. Yeah. You're just not notating it. Yeah. Right. And I think you get so excited, you get ahead of yourself. But did you understand it like conceptually? Yes. Yeah. That's what, she, and I think that's why yeah. she, spent so much time with me because she could see that I got it. She just knew I was all over the place. And she's like, I need to help this girl catch up because mm -hmm. it was, yeah, it was, I was a little, I was struggling in the beginning. When I found out that I was going to transfer and like the, the paper, like all the, as they say, the papers were in, like it was all <laughs> settled. I was already behind in music theory because I mm. had a special case where this, it was an awesome teacher. And actually this teaching method I learned better because I felt less pressure, but I also, it was the structure of it kind of screwed me over. And this is what I mean. <clears throat> he would give you the option to turn in homework on time or you could turn it in by the All end of the, the semester with the same grade. There's no mm. grade penalty. Mm -mm. And I was like, dig, dig, dig. I'm skating no. every day. Oh I'm not doing any of this. Wrong wrong, 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 wrong. Okay, but here's what I did. When it was like easy, like music theory 101, I was yeah. like, got it. This yeah. is like literally connect the dots. But then when it was like write this chord thing, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. This take this is gonna that's, take more than 15 minutes. Hard. I'm gonna pass. Cause I have till the end of the semester. So then when I found out I was transferring, I was like, I respect you as a teacher. So. I'm going to show up to every single class until I am no longer a student here, but I'm not <laughs> doing any more assignments. So it was like halfway through my last semester at this college, and I just stopped doing all the work with no intention to do it again. Mm. And yeah. I just ran into him. You did? Yeah, like last week. What did he say? Did he remember Well, him? you know what? I dropped it on him that I actually ended up graduating from oh. a college, and he was like, oh, you did? And I was oh. like, <laughs> shit. I was like, hell yeah, man. He was like, oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't, I was, I didn't I, know I was like, that was going to happen for you. <laughs> I was like, dude, I loved it here. I, it was hard for me to leave, and I used what I learned every day. And it was actually a really sweet moment. Oh, I'm glad. That's yeah. so nice when your past can clean itself up a little bit. Yes. That's and cool. your present can address your past. Yeah, totally. Which was cool, too, because I was very much in a present state, if you know what I mean. Okay. I was very much myself in right. the moment. Like, I, I was sweaty with my longboard. That's like, you. Like, yeah. When I think of you, I think of you sweating with a wife beater <laughs> with your longboard or wax surf, like, in your hand. Yeah. Like, pretty much. I or mean, jiu jitsu belt, yeah. like, ready to kick ass. Well, thanks. That's how, literally how I picture you. <laughs> that's how I picture myself, because, oh. like, that's... I had this thing where I was like, yo, if I'm not doing these things that I, like, want to be doing, like, I'll, A, I'll never do them, and then, B, I can never say that I'm, do that I'm doing those things. Totally. And I like to be able to say that I do the... Do blah, blah, yeah. blah. Not that I've done or that I'm going to do. Like, well, that, I'm going to do is so lame. That really, really resonated with me this past six months. That Good. idea of, like... How? What happened? Like, so, the idea that 
if I'm going to say that I'm doing something, I'm not just going to put it off for the future. So I was in a crappy job, a fine job, paid well, but took a lot of my time up every morning, you know, lots of time. And it paid well enough to that I just wasn't so inspired to... I wasn't hungry. I wasn't hungry enough yeah. f- to be performing and doing what I know my talent needs to do to get out, you know, mm. and to audition and just be real with myself. And I would be like, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm a performer. I'm a singer. And I'm like, okay, so if you're actually not going to auditions or you're not performing or you're not like uh, singing in the subway for money or however, whatever that means to you as an artist, am I calling myself an artist? Right. So I had to get really practical with myself and like looked in the mirror and I was like, this July, I was like, I'm quitting that job that paid me well. I left the city for two months, three months, and now I'm back. And I was like, the whole point is that I'm literally going to have a lot of free time and I have like one part-time job that pays me very little. And now it's like hustle on your craft. Like I want um, auditions. I'm trying to just, you know, put myself out there in a way that feels vulnerable, really scary. Like some moments feel like, what the hell am I doing? Isn't everybody just as talented? So, you know, in the dark moments, it feels like, where is this going? But in some happy moments, I'm like, this is the day, these are the days that I have. Like, this is the time that I have here in the city. And it's like, I've got to go for it. Well, that's, a, yeah, the time kind of gets to this this point that I was that I was wanting to make, which is it's like, even if you love every minute of what you're doing, yeah, and you, you realize it's a grind, but mm-hmm. you love it, mm-hmm. it's an investment, not even emotionally, just like time mm-hmm. in this city is precious. So Because you could be using it in many different ways. A totally. lot of people need to use it making money to like just be here. Yeah. To then choose. Just pay rent. <laughs> to just pay rent. And then, but then with the extra time that they may have, then they can choose what to do. Right. You know, and then so like. Do you want to spend the, the limited time that you have in this city waiting in a lobby of some place? Or like, you know, I don't know. What like what could I be doing here? Yeah. As an artist. So then I so I also went down that road, but then I also challenged myself where I was like, well, how can I use the tools that I've acquired? Like like when I studied acting. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I use those and not like, it's not that I don't call myself an actor because I'm not going and pursuing auditions. It's like, how can I use my skills as an actor, like in the work that I do? In every, in every, in every aspect. And then, cause, cause I don't, cause I know that I don't want to spend, I don't want to invest my time Yeah. in those rooms because for me, it's not there. Like I just, it's doesn't resonate with me. Because I look at people that it does resonate with, and I'm like, I don't feel that. Right, and they get it, and you're like, that isn't my feeling right now. I'm not getting Yeah, that. or maybe it's just not for me, and I, I love that it exists. Yeah. And, and part of what it is that drew me to this, like I can still use for myself and go yeah. places and do things, like, mm-hmm. but maybe this isn't the path for me. And I love it that it is a path for people. Yeah. I just, so I hate, I literally just came from an audition. I told you guys that. Yeah, which is that. awesome. Yeah, I think you're getting me at like a really 
raw moment because I literally left the audition. First off, they were not good at timing. So like I was like rushing out the door and I just, you know, waited for four and a half hours to do a four minute scene and a song. So it's so crazy. Like that's insane from, you know, and then I woke up, you know, not comparing, not talking about the time that it takes to get there and all the energy and, you know. Yeah. For four minutes and but I, when I was singing and really when I'm singing that is who I am and I did it for four minutes I did all of that for the four minutes that I got to have a piano playing my intro and then I was there and I really was present which for some reason even after waiting for four and a half hours that music starts and I can still I'm like oh, I can't Get me on. Get me. Hmm. Let me do it. Let me go. Um, so I still live for that adrenaline. <laughs> that's, a, that's great. That, but but the four hours was talking to a bunch of nervous people. <laughs> it's like every minute in the room costs you an hour of your life. Literally, yes, yeah. Yeah. totally. Like once you're there, like if you could teleport yeah. just to the event, right? That's what it costs you, exactly. And then whatever jobs that you have, like pick the. If you, I don't know what you do, but I gig things together where mm-hmm. I have multiple things. So, like, I would take my, in my brain, I would take my highest paying gig and be like, that was this much an hour. Right. Or I look totally. at the things that I do here in the, like, in the studio yeah. uh, with other time that I have. And I'm like, oh, I could have done that for, I could have worked on that for an hour or this for an hour. I'm like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does creep you out. Sometimes. It creeps you out. Because, yeah. yeah, we don't have that much time. So this is a weird question, but like, what do you think about, you know, when you step into theaters and you just feel something mm. in the air, like yeah. no one's in there even. Because mm-hmm. I know you've been in empty theaters because people, even if you're, you've literally never gotten a lead part I in your life. I've been in many empty theaters. You've been in an empty theater. Yes. Yeah. You could be a tourist and stumble into an empty theater. Anyway, there's an energy in the room. So do you believe that rooms can hold like energy or like past experience totally i was on a tour of the met Mm -hmm. which i am a former i would say former but i still sing opera i still sing classical music so i'm not gonna say former but i'm just working in a different realm Mm -hmm. but i sing opera i was i've sung it i love it i was on a tour of of the met and i was on a private tour just me and the woman let me stand on the middle of the stage and I was like, holy shit. The energy of just like standing there. There was one, there was the, you know, how when they leave a, a, a stage empty, but there's one light in yeah, the center. the ghost light. It was so powerful. I was like, I'm like walking we're some of the most amazing singers. And even if you don't like opera, there's still that connection to like, you respect the craft, you respect the form, the right. art form. Like right. you can't not when you're walking in there, you could definitely, the, even the seats felt full, hmm. which was wild. You know, I yeah. that was really a powerful moment. Well, you know, at my, at my college, speaking of when I transferred, mm-hmm. I transferred to the the this college in the Upper East Side, Marymount Manhattan oh. College. Girls at my audition went there. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, that's great. I that's mean, we so cool. like the they people were the that. Sweetest. Yeah, they oh get out gosh. there. People hustle. 
which is great. Um, Marymount, you know, represent go Griff. I don't know what they Griffies. Go sports. I've, they renamed their mascot to be gender neutral, so I don't know what it is anymore. Okay. Go yeah. Gryffindor. I'm just kidding. Go Gryffindor. That, I went talk. to Hogwarts. <laughs> and I was in house acting. House acting. Oh, my gosh. That's a really prestigious house. Yes. <laughs> and. It was. And... I mean, I don't wait. Why did I bring up Marymount? What was it? What were we just talking? We were about? talking about stages. That oh, feel. stages, right? And we had to do stage uh, this course, stagecraft, in in order to major in acting. Oh, you had yeah. to do these preliminary courses, and one of them was sta- stagecraft, where you could focus on props or like um, lights, set design, mm. and right. um, there were there were several moments where I stayed late because I really liked working in the shop. It's so fun. To yeah, be and late I wanted to theater. impress the guy because I wanted a job there. Nice. I emailed him. He never responded. I took it real personally. Did you not email him again? No. Got to send him that like follow up, follow up, have. follow up, follow up. I mean, up. I would have knowing what I know now. Now, yeah, because he was true. just like busy. Young. It wasn't yeah, personal. No, he probably didn't even see it. I probably mistyped his name. Right. <laughs> like a bozo. <laughs> And I was like, Meow. return to sender and yeah. didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken it personally all these years. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, I was like in this in the theater. Mm-hmm. The theater mm-hmm. that like the main stages would go on. And I was like, I'm I'm trying to make a name for myself yeah. here. Because that's what, kind of what the business is about. Like make a name for yourself through the work that you do. And, and I knew that I and loved connections theater. And connections. connections, connections, oh connections, yes. But I also was like still like I'll romantic and like I just want to fucking be the best. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be the best <laughs> actor that Michael can be here. Yes, and like leave a legacy for oh. myself. And I looked up, you know, and I felt like I felt the history of the place. Mm. And they really leaned into the like this used to be a off Broadway theater, like oh. it was registered off Broadway. So then I was like, mm, I'm gonna perform on a once off Broadway right. stage. Then I'm gonna perform like it's off. Freaking Broadway. Yeah. And then, like, thankfully, luckily, I ended up getting some parts that I could play on that stage. That's cool. So I think that, like, I I used to remember looking at that light thinking, like, what the, like, I don't get it. Like, I get it. Like, there's always a light on. But, like. I don't get it. Kind of what you said just kind of pieced it together for me. Yeah. Of, like, there's an energy there and no Mm -hmm. one can be in the room. And uh-huh. that light is a symbol of that. Like when no one's in the room, there's still that light, right. that energy in there. So why not just put a light there? Right. Like it's like a church putting up a cross. Like we don't need the the cross in there, but every right, church but has a cross in there. Right. Symbolic. Yeah. Theater should bring a light. Like storytelling is a it's a light. It should never go dark. Yeah. It sure. should never go dark. Yeah. I, speaking of church, this little light of mine, uh, I'm gonna let it shine. You should know. Never go dark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where are you from? Okay. I am from uh, the smallest little town called Garrison, New York. It's like an hour and 15 minutes north on the Metro North train. Um, It's beautiful. It's right on the Hudson River. My house is like walking distance from the train station. Whoa. Yeah. It's a very small Sweet New York town. Sounds very romantic. It's very romantic. What's your favorite season there? Uh, or season? Summer. summer. I mean, as a teenager, 
obviously the fall, but everybody loves the fall in New York. Like sure. all the leaf peepers go up to my town and the towns next to it. Like it's crazy right now. There's so many people coming up from Brooklyn and Manhattan, but summer <laughs> as a teenager in my town, because there aren't sidewalks. What? You, it's not like a, t- it's like, what well, are there? Streets like it's not it's not like house house house. I had like a house with a barn and horses. Whoa! Like we had space space space. So our Got summers it. were full of like we d- used to sneak into our neighbors' pools. We used to sneak into the community pool. Like you know, just like silly, fun like skinny dipping with all our girlfriends. But would you have to like bike miles to get mm, to these places? No. So our house, my me and my I have a twin sister, so I say our house because I identify almost as like my childhood as a unit hmm. because she was with me wherever we went. Um, our childhood was, our house was like right in the center. Like our school was just a four minute walk. The community pool was just a six minute walk. The train station was very close. So we were like, our house was the hub of how you, if you were going to meet up and go and sneak into people's pool. Yeah. It was my house. So that felt really. Was it a commuter house? Like were people in and out friends? Or was yeah, it more so just like, let's fam- meet up here and then go places? No, my family really had open, big open doors to a lot of people. Love so, it. yeah, we would chill at my house. If any friends, especially in high school, my parents were pretty strict, but they were like, you can't go to a boy's house alone, but you can have whoever you ever want come here. We don't care who they are. We don't care where they're from. We don't care... You know, if they're drunk, if they need a place to stay, like, they can come here if it's safe. You know, they were open in that way. Um, What if they're a fugitive? I don't think my mom or dad would go for that. Have you seen Mad Men? Yeah. That, like, scene where the hobo's, like, scratching on the lamppost. What if he's, like, (laughs) you wake up and he's, like, with his pocket knife, like, I did have a friend one time um, who I didn't know she needed somewhere to stay. And I was in the rec room, our rec room watching a movie, and I hear a oh, knock. no. And it's like 12 at night. <laughs> and it's my friend, Brittany. And I was like, what's, what's, up? what's up? What's going on? <laughs> She's like, can I just sleep on your couch? I was like, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, our house was just open. Were you watching a scary movie? No, but Good. my dad... My dad was a prankster. Like, if we were watching a scary movie, he would tap on those windows and, like, ring a chainsaw or something. Because he had a barn and would, you know, had tools. He loved, loved that. So, barn life, no sidewalks. Yeah. That was our Skinny dipping, pools. Yeah, just was like it near water? Foolery. Yeah, right on the river too. So we would go oh, river. river right, we would right, swim right. in the river. We would jump into neighbors' pools. Was the river like clean? Yeah, the Hudson. Um, people will disagree with me, but up where I am, the Hudson is beautiful and pristine. I swim in hmm. it. I'm the Hudson River Mermaid. That's what I'm known as in my uh, friend group back at home. Really? Yeah, I love. I that's badass. Yeah, I I would be at parties. There was a in high school. I didn't party much, but if I went out. There was a place right near my home called Flat Rock, and it's right on the water. And I was known whatever party, whatever time it was, late at night, I would jump into the water in the middle of the party. (laughs) That's awesome. 
it would be cold or you know it would no be, that's awesome it was great i loved it i wanted to be known as that guy but i never did it i just loved the water i'm a real water person so like i just couldn't stay away interesting so i since moving here people are like what's your sign it's like the yeah, second question they ask <laughs> and i'm like Rrr. i i know it's so weird but I, i'm a water sign i'm a water sign too and i've been trying to like grapple with that and be yeah. like you're a water sign maybe you spend more time in the water right well or like around it or accept it i never knew that i was and somebody Until... one of my friends who's you know into that which i think cool if you know about sure. the, the stars cool i have i just don't know anything about it she was like you're a scorpio you're a water sign and i was like wow a scorpio is a water sign hmm. but there i am i'm a water sign and i've been obsessed with the water scorpio is a water sign yeah i thought scorpio i don't know anything yeah, Scorpio is a water sign. I've been told many by many people. I hope they're right, and I don't sound like an idiot. Scorpio sounds like it should be a fire sign, it's, doesn't it? Yes, that's what I thought. Do you feel fire inside? No, I really do feel like I attune to my emotions. Yeah, and that's watery, and yeah. I love the water. Yeah, but and you jumped in water at every party. Yeah, where I was there was a water, I loved. Oh, yeah. cool. See, water sign, Scorpio water sign. Scorpio water sign. Crazy, I'm a water sign. I'm a cancer. Water sign. Cancer, I feel like just the word carries such a heavy, heavy weight. People do that when I say I'm a cancer. Just like saying the word cancer, they like, you could see on their face that they think about cancer. And I'm like, I'm not going to give you cancer. Don't worry. I'm not contagious. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I am. Maybe that's that's why we're called cancers. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, that's all yeah. very, very interesting. So, Scorpio, do you yeah. know anything other, anything about your secretive, which I kind of call BS on. Um, that we're hmm. we're very jealous, which I don't call BS on. <laughs> Got him. Um, but you know, I take it. Are all you secret secretive about your jealousy? No, I'm pretty obvious. Got him. Okay, <laughs> I will That's let good. you know. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> With friendships and like boyfriend, yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> okay, so you went from a place, yeah, with no sidewalks, yeah, and now you're here in Astoria, Queens. So, yeah. ha- where are you based right now? Yeah, so I live in Harlem. I live in Sugar Hill, which I love because right around the block for me is a bunch of famous jazz. Uh, singer's old apartments hmm. and i think i started out singing jazz and to be back in that area just like walking around like i walked to my ymca and they have harlem's version of the stars like the hollywood stars and it's duke gallington it's Elvis gerald it's dizzy gillespie it's like everybody has a star in a triangle and their face and a little blurb about them so it feels really Nice to be back Whoa. in Harlem. Yeah, it feels the right, like the right, right place to be. Everyone who lives in Harlem and gets it speaks about it like that. Yeah, you know, people live in a story and get it, and they don't speak about a story that way ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like so when I first came to the city, I I had a babysitting job, and the only thing I did that was artistic and it was one of the happiest times of my life was at night I would walk home from this babysitting gig on the west side and I would walk through the middle of Harlem all the way up to my apartment. I lived on 127th and I would stop at every open mic and I was by myself. I was single. I had like a few friends that lived in the city, but I would just go by myself on a Wednesday night and hit up every open mic and sing 
a jazz song or two hmm. just to like work on it, just to meet people, just to like get free wine. Like <laughs> it was just like how I would spend an evening until like two in the morning. What? Yeah. Those jams are late. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And I, I look back and thought, I didn't think a lot about it when it was happening, but I can look back now and be like, oh, that was so sweet. Like that time yeah. period where I wasn't judging myself about getting up early and getting like being this productive person. Like I was just doing my babysitting job, which was really fulfilling. And I was doing this, you know, open mic at night mm-hmm. gig. And it was, it was very happy. You know, I can express, I, you know, I felt similar things like looking back on my sweet, sweet NYC yeah. memories. Yeah. And I'm I'm I am very sentimental about it. Maybe that's a water sign thing, but yeah, I'm not. I, I, the whole the whole horoscope thing is a big question mark to me. But you know, I'm I'm pretty sensitive and sentimental, and yes. and I'm also grateful for my a like large portion of my past. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't carry that much baggage for me, and so Never. I yeah, and totally. I look back and I'm like, whoa, I really those were sweet times, and like totally. Life is weird for everybody, and I had struggles at the time. No problems. I had struggles. Right. And they were specific to me. And, you know, but I had good experiences. Right. You know, but I'm also in a place where I want to balance that. I want to find the balance between that and also staying hungry for things that I could also experience. Mm -hmm. Because, again, coming back to what we said, as an artist... Dominic Wong came up to me and was like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm really trying to toot Dom's horn because I just love the way he puts things and the way that he sees things. He's a special guy. He said that you're always, he came up to me and said something along the lines of, you're always, um, you, Matthew Maimoni, Tyler, I think he mentioned you. I'm not even joking. I'm not (laughs) I'm not saying that because you're here. He mentioned a few of us youngsters mm-hmm. and was like, because um, who knows what age he is? He's literally I have eternal. no idea. Yeah, he's eternal. Fountain of youth. Yeah. And when I <laughs> asked him on, the episode, on his episode, he, he like would I like, he went unicorn mode. I was like, I can't read anything that's going on. Anyway, Amazing. he was just saying, you, you guys grind and you're always pushing yourselves to do new things mm-hmm. and just like, just go out there and just do it. Mm. And um, and to, he he emphasized like doing new things, learning new skills, and like adding that to into your toolkit, your tool into your toolkit, totally. your tool belt, whatever it is. Yeah. So then I was like, hmm, that's really interesting. That's really really interesting. How can I how can I use the platforms that I already have to inspire that in myself and right. other people? Totally. So, um, that's just that's just really cool. I'm glad that you quit your job. Yeah, me too. It was time. It was nice to get away from the city to kind yeah. of evaluate that. Yeah. Um, and just, I quit it and I was like, goodbye. I left the city. I rented my apartment for three months. And um, I got to teach in Martha's Vineyard, which if anybody has ever been to Martha's Vineyard, I think it's one of the best places in the world. Hmm. Um but I got this summer, I was able to be the music teacher at a camp that I've been going to for years. 
Um, it's That's called cool. Camp Jabberwocky. Big plug. I've it, heard of Camp Jabberwocky. It's an amazing place. It's really. It's did you pulled, post about this? I did. I That's posted a where lot I heard about, about it. it yeah, because I saw it. It's a camp for people of all abilities. Yeah. Um, people with cerebral palsy, autism, um, Down syndrome, like any any disability, they're very flexible and open. And I got to teach music there for a month and a half. And I was like, if this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So mm. just really, yeah, that was awesome. That Whoa. was an amazing time. Is any is any part of it scary to you, of like of teaching or like being being in that position, or does it just feel good? Only that I don't know enough, like that I'm gonna be a sham. Like yeah. somebody's gonna be like, she doesn't know what she's talking about, okay. even though I know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so that <laughs> is called imposter <laughs> syndrome. Yes. Okay. It's a I real feel thing. That way. It's a real thing where people that are qualified, <gasps> that have high standards, they uh, fear that they will find themselves. I just was just listening to a podcast about this. Can you send me it? Yeah, it's the it's the <laughs> Joe Rogan experience. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, great show. I think it's a great show. Yeah, I, I listen to it just job. because it keeps me current. Um, keeps me not only current but just like it keeps my brain stimulated and curious. Yeah, like a, he like has some cool people on. He has there. some cool people on there. And he's just a good constant as well, yeah. I think. Anyway, not to promote his podcast. Yeah. We're not sponsored by them. Not sponsored. By him and Jamie? I don't know. I wish. <laughs> anyway, it's In called it's where you have movie. super high standards and you fear that one day someone's going to, air finger quotes, find out that you're a sham and right. that it's all going to come crumbling down. I literally think I live in we that space it a later. little too much. Yeah. I do, well, and that's part of what I think is our charge as creatives is to like have that in the back of our brain. It's right. like if you're in the water, like you asked me if I went surfing today. Yes, that's a new skill I'm trying to acquire. Love that. Part of my grind. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to express myself out there, but uh, I actually don't even know why I brought that up. What were we? T- what Imposter were we just- syndrome. Just about grinding. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Just that as artists, we have to have that in the back of our mind. Oh, right. If you're look, right. Thank you. If you're like in the water gotcha. and you're like not thinking about the fact that you could be drowning, you that's could not die. good. Yes. So as an artist, if you're 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 like navigating this ocean of like not only your own feelings and desires, but like people. Like you want to tell stories, you want to mm-hmm. have that light that's mm-hmm. on. It's like pursuing that light. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever it is for you to be an artist, like you have to have that fear of drowning. Totally. And that fear of not having your shit. And also that float. maybe we don't know everything. So say I'm not a perfect music teacher, mm-hmm. but I still have something to give. And here I am showing up. And isn't so, so sometimes that is what is required. Yeah. I was, we were walking down the High Line yesterday. Oh. And I was looking at all the buildings in the city, and I was like, what the fuck are we going to do when we find out that you can build buildings 
way better and we want to just restructure all this. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, that's what we've just done throughout all of history. Yes. And it's not like you can just wait especially for a time. Especially American to, history. Especially American really history. Rebelled. Oh, yeah. That's a good like, point. Europe does not do that. No. That's a very We maintain American and rebuild idea. and like, but I was thinking like, it's an American idea. Yeah. It's a very cool idea. Yeah. That we're just like, you know what? This is the best we got right now and we need it. Like, let's build let's it. Go. Like Hudson Yards. There are problems with it, but it's also cool that we're like, oh, there's a better way to do this. Yeah, so then you'll see like a, a face of a building like right. that's just under construction. Yeah. Like that, we can do that. We can be that. We can yeah, be buildings can in that. this city that we have. Like we can, we can like have parts of our tool belt or parts of ourselves be under construction while still being strong and being on the skyline. Yeah. Think it's important because if it, if we didn't have it, like that walk would be so boring. Like right. this city wouldn't exist, and also, this city provides so much. The best part of the High Line is looking into people's apartments. Yes. One time I saw a naked man. No, I'm not kidding. Was he like, but accidentally naked, or was cheeks. he like? He lives on the High Line, so I bet you. How <laughs> annoying! Like, how annoying to have to close your blinds every time you take a shower. Like there he was walking in his kitchen. I saw his butt cheeks. What was the age range of these butt he was cheeks? Like a 38 year old man. And I was like, wow, you're successful. Not Your bad. butt cheeks are like being shown to the high line. Were they kind of shiny and like muscular? Yes. Yeah. Dude looked like him, like he had worked out. Not bad. Not, I was like, you know. Was it kind of like dark with like the lights and yes. like, yeah, not And I bad. was just like, oh my gosh, there are butt cheeks. Well, I thought about that looking at all the apartments. I was like, they're Whoa, very close. What would I do if I lived here? I would like hate just have that. the blinds drawn all the time, like, right? No. no, or the shades. I probably would get Who really used blind? to people's. <laughs> I would probably get pretty used to uh, people seeing me naked. That would have to happen. Yeah, it's just not. I need the sunlight, so yeah. So I understood his dilemma. Well, I yeah. Sometimes I walk around here naked. It's if the I'm best. like out of the shower, yeah, like, getting ready. Well, there's it. a Montessori school right there, so it's like. They'll come out for recess, and I'm just like, I just like hit the ground, no oh knee pads. Oh my god! Oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, so what are you? You're living in Harlem. What are all the things that you're doing in the city? Yeah. So why so are you here? Why am I here? I am here. Well, that's a loaded question. No, so. I'm a, I would call myself a singer first. Like I know everybody is like, I'm a dancer, I'm an actress, yeah. but I don't qualify myself as one or, you know, yeah. I'm a singer. Like I Got have it. always sung. That is me down to my very soul. I am probably, I love singing jazz. I love singing Broadway. I love singing classical. I love oratorio. Like I'm going to be in the Messiah for um, Central Presbyterian. Uh, for the Christmas season. Are you going to have a solo again? I hope so. It was beautiful. Thank you. I was like, I really love Messiah. Your solo made me have the correct um, jaw alignment that you're supposed to have when you sing. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. Um, I, yeah, I hope they give me that solo again, or if not that one, another one, because I, I just love Messiah. Um, so I'm a singer. That is who I am. Cool. That is what I've known since I was in third grade uh, when somebody beat me for a solo and the next solo we had, I was like, it's going to be mine. Like I 
need to be heard. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I teach as well. So I'm a drama teacher at Geneva School. I teach after school. And um, that is it, my friend. <laughs> um, I, like, cook part-time for a family just to help them get their meals going for the week. But I really quit my big job. And I have days where I'm like, hmm, I guess I'm going to go to this dance class at 5 o'clock. It's 8 a.m. Let me, I guess, look on Playbill backstage. Let me, you know, record some songs. Let me try and write in my journal. Well, that to me is like what I'm most interested in. Yeah. Because like that's why we're here. Jobs are jobs and jobs are great and can be fulfilling. Right. But, but I, like you can, I could find a job. Yeah, in any city. I feel like I'm an artist in in my morning, like in my own time. I'm writing, or I'm like, ooh, I have an idea for covering a song that I really feel like is going to mm-hmm. be personal. Like I just, um, do you know the song? Um, oh my gosh, it's going to escape me right now. Darn it. I've been working on it as a cover. Um, Oh, I can't make you love me. So I went through an experience just recent, not recently, like in the last five years where I had the first time a guy just literally didn't like me. Hmm. And I had never really had that. Like I had liked guys. They had liked me back. But this guy I liked so much. We went on a few dates. He did not. He just didn't have time for me. He didn't like me. Whoa. When did he express this? We had gone on a few dates from like August until February. He took me out on Valentine's Day. And I was like, okay, finally, will you be my boyfriend? Like, I want to be serious. Like, I'm not going to fuck around anymore. And he was like, I just don't have the time. And so for me, I was heartbroken. I was crushed. And I processed that experience like so much later Mm -hmm. into this cover of I Can't Make You Love Me. I can't make you love me if you don't. Who's that? You can't make your heart feel. It's so good. That's really pretty. It's so beautiful. It's Linda. No, I'm not going to say it. Do it. Uh, I think I'm wrong. That's why. Hold on. Let me look it up. Um, What genre is it? um, It started out as... So it is... Bonnie Wright. That's right. So, yeah. So it's, and then it's been covered by Bonnie Vare. But I was walking in Central Park and the song came on my Spotify. And I've known this song for years. And I was like, oh, you have this cover. Like, you need to sing this and do this at an open mic because you feel this song. This song was so your experience. Like, it's so tied. And so in my free time, I was like working on a cover. I got an arrangement that I'm like into and I'm, I like, I'm want to record it and I'm about to like do it in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, like having the free time to let things like that hit me and like crash over me and let come out, I would never have had the time for that three months, three months ago, four months ago. I would just never have had the time. Yeah. So that feels like where the art is coming out now. Do you feel like if 
things continue in this way and time is not really a restraint or a constraint, do you feel like you it, it's like um, the pace that you're working at and exploring is sustainable? Like, do you think you could just keep taking classes, going to auditions, making covers? So I've given myself like six months to like nine months, like gestational period. Mm -hmm. Like this is a gestation. This is a me giving myself space to be like, who are you as yeah. an artist? What do you actually want to say? Yeah. Because so often I feel like we as artists like need to throw ourselves into this craft and be like, this is who I am. Well, I don't know exactly. And I'm inspired by so many types of music. And so I told myself, I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, how am I going to do this? And I was like, give yourselves, gi give yourselves my many personalities, <laughs> give yourself <laughs> like nine months, nine months to be devoted to this. I have side jobs, so I'm going to make it by. But like, I just want to discover what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And what I want to sing. Me too. So Like me too. Yeah. And I want to and I'm also trying to discover the ways in which I want to do it. And yeah. maybe it's like, well, maybe Dom kind of pointed it out for me in a weird way, which is my thing is like tr <laughs> my thing is discovering new things. Yeah. Like and if I'm in a point in my life where I'm not discovering new things and I just have too much time, it's not good. And yeah. like if or if I'm also like I go through I've been in points in my life where I was like either in school or working. Yeah. And it's like not great. No. And then the days that I do have free, I don't, I didn't always use them the best yeah. in the best way. I'm, and I'm trying to organize that now. Yeah. Like I definitely feel that. It's almost like giving yourself space as an artist, but you're also giving yourself a cocoon. Yeah. Yeah. Of a place where you can just, you know, start to develop it. Like start to just relax in, in it. My professor, though, when when I was studying at Manus, had one of the best pieces of advice, and I still hold it every single day. He said, on days when you feel like you don't know what you're doing, or you're confused, or you're like, why the fuck am I doing this? Because it is exhausting being an artist, like, and it's sometimes really testing. He said, put your head down and do what you know how to do. And I was like... Okay, like I can get behind that. Like when I'm feeling like, why am I doing this? I just go, I'm going to sing today. Like I'm just going to sing and I'm going to sing and I'm going to enjoy whatever comes out. And I'm just going to practice. I'm just going to warm up. I'm just going to warm up today. Or I'm just going to look over some music that I know I need to do. Mm -hmm. And that oftentimes, his advice, he said at the end of our class, will get it gets me through some like really crappy days. <laughs> so I I hold that near and dear. That's great. Okay. So I kind of want I mean, first of all, thanks for I mean, I already said this. Thanks for coming. You're welcome back on anytime. Love it. Cuz my idea of this podcast is to have an ongoing dialogue. Yeah, artists change. Like, yeah, artists like we like we said, like we've been saying. Yes, I've also I've had repeats on. I think I know who my next repeat will be, 
and I want to continue doing. I like calling them repeats, repeat, and dehumanizing them. Yeah, yeah. Just my just repeat a episodes. Derpity derp derp. <laughs> <laughs> They're just numbers. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I would love to have you back on. I don't know what time it is. I'm just saying this in case I forget to when we ra- when we close the episode. Of course. But um, I don't know how many episodes you have played. But do you would you I've be interested a, in playing a, a, a game? game of mind meld? Of course. I've, Wait, mind meld. Ooh, which one's that? What game were you thinking of? Because I'm curious. Oh, I've played well, a I few. guess I listened to I uh, two lies and a truth. Ooh, we could do that. No, let's not. We could. I love that one, but I listening to it, I was like, in my mind, I was just like, what would I say? Oh my gosh. Oh well, then maybe we should do no, it. No, don't. Mind meld. Do mind meld. Mind meld. Yeah, tell okay. me what it is. Mind meld is like word association. Oh, I love... Where it, yes. it, the game is what it is. It's two minds, and we're trying to meld it into oh, I one know. Never mind. I word. I love it. By the end of it. So we count down each I time. Three, two, one. And then we... Each round is new, not connected to the one before. Yes, and we can't repeat what we've already said. Correct. Yes, I'm but into it. it. But I the lo- thing I about it not being connected, like if you can, uh, if you can see that it's obviously funneling. Yes, we're trying. We're to. trying to do that. It, it's connected in that way, but it's not like you can't repeat the word. Right. Exactly. Totally. I'm here. Very good. Mind meld is very fun. I love it. So the point again. I actually introduced this game to a boys that I babysit. They now call it Eugenia's game. Oh, which, nice. <gasps> When they were in the car with me, they were like, oh, we're bored. Let's play Eugenia's game. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you tell them that you didn't make it up? I didn't. Well, then you should also teach them two lies and the truth. I, I, yes, I know, right? They'll be like, wow, she's amazing. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Three, two, one, sand. Toad. Toad and sand. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Forest. Water. Forest. Three. Three, two, two one. one. Nature. Stream. Got it. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Waterfall. Ooh. Three, Three two, two, one. Wave. Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Surfing. Beach. Oh, oh, I thought you would definitely go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have gone there. Oh, what an idiot. There's no wrong answers in this game. But there are right. And I was right. <laughs> yeah, you no, were. So you what said, was it? I said surfing. You said waves. Didn't you? No. Ocean? Ocean. ocean. Surfing and ocean? ocean. What? No, that does not seem right. Beach. beach. Beach and surfing. Yeah, beach and surfing. Okay, I can do that. Three, Three two, two, one, one board. Oh. Wow. We're... Three, two, two one, one, surfboard. I already said board. Oh, but you didn't say surfboard, and you said surfing, I said surfer. So is that connected technically? Like, were those connected? Is that legal? Ding, oh, ding, so ding, it's ding, legal. Ding. See, so it's legal. Okay, so then now that we know that stuff like that's legal, let's play another round. Okay, great. We were quick. We were on a wavelength. We were on a wavelength. It was just like we were. There were different like takeoff 
yeah, zones. Point. Totally. Yeah, so you were in this break but you know area how over were here water signs? Yeah. How fast was water mentioned? It was quick. Very quick. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Three. Ready? Two. One. one Chrysler travel. building. Travel. Chrysler building. Three. Three two, two. One. one Subway. Wow. I did not see that going there. Three, Three two, two, one, one submarine. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, pilot. Three, Three, two, one, captain. Pirate. Oh, that's what I was thinking, but I said pirate. That's very sad. But I I'm, was thinking that I am the captain now. I am from the captain now. <laughs> I, we can go from And this. I said pirate because I was thinking of the <laughs> phrase. Wait, what did you say? So you said um, I said captain, captain you I said, said pirate, pirate, and I know where we can, yeah. Three. Wait, wait, wait. Three, three two, two, one. Ocean. Tom Hanks. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Three, <laughs> two, two, one. Castaway. <laughs> that is clean. Love clean. it. <laughs> Both had to do with water. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, in here. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh wait. Oh, that's great. Let me see this one. Look at our little picture. So our little sassy picture. Like. Do you it. feel confident putting it up there and like yeah. um, following the grid? Are you kidding me? Oh, and I see you off center. Can you um, delay reality? You can take your headphones off. Okay. Oh, well, you, maybe you don't have to. Got him. Eugenia is adding our picture to the wall and it's up that's so cute i love it shouts out to my dad for giving us that idea such a good idea dad and then shouts out to mary for giving us the camera awesome listen to spoiler i have a gift for you too what oh my gosh they're in my backpack should we do it favorite treat should i get on or off air whichever one you want air air well julie's gonna get the bag it's a great gift. I, sorry, I did open them because I got hungry at my audition. <laughs> they were supposed to be an unopened bag. That's awesome. I love it. They are my favorite matcha Kit Kats. Wait, what? If you can hear ASMR. Yeah, if you're into that. They're uh, matcha Kit Kats. I only had two, so you have the rest. I of the bag. will have one right now. Oh my god, they're amazing! Wait, what in the world? So matcha is oh, a Japanese. <sighs> you're gonna love them. They're so good. These are green yes? Kit Kat wrappers. Wait, have you never had one? No. <gasps> I feel so privileged. Give I'm me a so break. Glad that I can give you these. All right, so here we go. Tell I'm me cracking it in the microphone. Oh, soft. Okay. And I'm going to take a bite. It's green, just so you don't, just so you know. Matcha kick. Oh, and then the wafer inside is green as well. Yes. Come on, right? Wow. Right? Wow. Right? Whoa. Levels. Whoa. They're my favorite. And I brought them for you guys because I was like, I think they're going to like these. These are These my are very addiction. Good. I can have I'm like a, doing that thing where you, little kids when they pop candy in and they dance. I'm I like, can have a whole bag of these. Oh, oh. And you know the the 
corners of the Kit Kat where it's just cream. Yes. That matcha cream is like it's so good. undeniable. I'm gonna have one other. I'm so glad. Okay, good. Can you have one? No, I make I Can ate you take one for the road? I had to, I have some at my house. <laughs> I bought three bags. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're so good, right? Well, I'm glad. Enjoy those. Thank you so much. Okay. I mean, the whole wrapper is in... Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Jap- Japan actually makes many different flavors of these, but... Like, that is very good. I'm so pumped. What do you think, Julie? It's very dynamic. It's going to change. Chewing with a grin, looking up towards the ceiling. They even have different variations of matcha. Nods of approval and the A-OK. We just mind-melded. Should we end it? Yeah. Thanks for the gift. We mind melded twice. Yes. Legitimately. Surfboard was close. It was it was close. And I'm now I'm gonna chow time. Good. Thanks for coming. Love you guys. Come back on love. Love, 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 love. It's just me chewing more. This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram. And if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.